Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. talking about before I really don't understand like so he never wore a mask right so like how was his identity so secret if he was just like a regular kid just walking around um if this is another my secret identity bit bit I'm asking you pull the plug I'm asking you a question we were just talking we were having an in-depth conversation no we weren't having an in-depth conversation you keep surprising me with Jerry O'Connell's My Secret Identity theme song. No. 
and you act like there's something interesting to look at on your phone, and then you get my attention, and then it's just that theme song. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Listen. And, like, I feel like I wish people could understand, like, the context. But he doesn't wear a mask, so how is his identity so secret if he's just a boy? that just Well, like, they, don't, they don't know what his powers are going to be? I don't know. Why are we discussing this? All right. Well, you know what? Let's start the podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm to talk to you about... Oh, we're recording? I think, yeah, I hit record already. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And uh, we have a great uh, podcast lined up for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, so he never wore a mask, so I don't understand, like... How do you know? You said you only watched one episode. I saw the first one, and uh, he was using the spray cans to, like, fly around. Remember that? I showed you the, the video? He was using spray cans to fly around? I thought you said he got hit by a bullet, and then he had, like... No, no, no. That's when he got into the, the bad guy's house. But first, he he was, like... I don't think he could fly. Maybe that's it. Maybe he could just float, but he doesn't know how to fly or some shit. Cause he was using the space, the spray cans to like give himself like direction. So he'd like spray it behind him, and then that'll cause him to go forward. You know what I mean? No. So then he got to like the bad guy's like apartment complex, and he was like looking in all the windows to see if he could see where the bad guy was. And all along, he was the bad guy. No, no, no. Well. I mean, first, he did stop long enough to see a chick getting undressed. But he's a teenage boy. That's what they're, that's what they're want to do, right? That's why they can't have superpowers. Because they'll just use them to look at naked chicks? Exactly. I mean... If you got x-ray I'm not vision, what's the that. first thing you're doing with it? X-ray vision? Yeah. That feels like a useless superpower, right? Yeah, right. What would you do with that besides look at people naked? Maybe blackmail them. Maybe you could well, use like, that. Well, honestly, that's a dumb term to call it x-ray vision because, like, x-ray vision means you could just see their bones. What if you and, could like, see like their bones? And, like, hard objects. Yeah, yeah. What if you could see their bones, though? Maybe you could, like... I'd be like, oh, Mr. Johnson, you've got a small fracture in your left tibula. That's what I'm saying. You can, like, market yeah, yourself as, like, a, a healer because you could <laughs> see the things that other doctors can't see without machines or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can never guess what it's going to be, right? Yeah. Maybe it's every episode. You don't know, like, what that identity is going to be. Oh, it's a different, like, um... I think we're basing... Sliders was The like whole that. thing off of the, the theme, thong, theme thong. Yeah. The, the theme song being exactly, like, what the show's about. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't happen often, though, right? The theme song has nothing to do with the show. Most mm. of the time. I mean, do you remember the Dawson's Creek theme song? How did it go again? I don't want to wait for to be over. Yeah, I do. You know what? I do remember that. And that's a bad example because they, they didn't want to wait for their lives to be over. They, they wanted, wanted to, to live right now. They wanted to live right now. What was that other song that she sang? Remember I looked it up the other day? Paula Cole. Uh, She's a freak. Oh, where have all the cowboys gone? I don't think she ever got an answer to that question either. <laughs> yeah, the whole song is her just going, yippee-o, yippee <laughs> I had no idea what she was saying until I looked it up and like saw the lyrics. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like how we were, well, not you. Apparently, you've known this the whole time, but I just found out the lyrics to the Pina Colada song. 
Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know them. Well, okay. I so mean, he says it so slow that. In my defense, every time I've heard that song, right, I've always known that it's all about the chorus, right? So whenever I've heard it, like even if I've heard like the entire song, I kind of like block out everything because I'm just waiting for the chorus to start. Mm. But I never like actually listen to the contents of the lyrics. That's what um um, what's that guy's name? Blues Traveler. You know the song Hook. That's exactly what that song's about. How did it go? He says the hook brings you back. He said I can say anything in the song. It doesn't matter because the hook brings you back. Oh. And then you had Murphy Lee, what the hook gonna be? Oh, it gonna be what it be. Right? Oh. There you go. There you go. Um, Episode title. <laughs> it's been a pretty crazy week. Yeah. A lot of things happening in the news. Tell us what the hook gonna be. Um, well, I wanted to start off with the uh, uh, Hunter Biden thing, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Um, which More like hunted Biden. Um, so you thought that this was like what the those people were saying that like it was the justice department's like attempt at like portraying themselves as like bipartisan because they like went so hard at trump they had to like come at hunter biden with something yeah yeah i think it was a deflection yeah and like the lightest he got like the fucking epstein special the Epstein special. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. Well, no, like he got like the Epstein treatment before he was like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he got off on all those rape charges because he was friends with like everybody in the police department. Well, did anybody charge had, him like, with tapes anything? Tapes of everybody or something. Epstein. No, I don't know. They had like records. Remember, we watched the Epstein's Island shit, and it was like there had been a lot of reports of him doing. You know, foul shit with people. Yeah. But um, it never got, like, it never got, like, taken to court or he got, like, you know, little, like, slap on the wrists kind of. What did he eventually get, like, caught for? I think it was, like. Like, tax evasion or some shit, right? It's always tax evasion. But, no, I think it was, like, um, what he officially got charged with was, Mm. like human trafficking because he was like moving these young girls like from like state to state yeah yeah so i think that was a big part of it and then there was i don't know who knows we don't have any idea well so for hunter but for those that don't uh keep up with the latest oh yeah i forgot we're talking about hunter biden um anyway like so we all know that epstein did fucked up shit yeah yeah and basically, he didn't get in trouble for any of it until he, like, didn't have a choice. Yeah, and his dad wasn't the president. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, for those that don't know, Hunter Biden uh, is scheduled to make his first court appearance in Delaware on federal tax and gun charges. When is that? Because I swear to God, I saw a whole freaking motorcade mm. on my way home yesterday. I think it's, like, and within I was, the next month or something. I was like, it's got to be, like, the president or somebody because it looked like it was, it, it was, like, probably 20 cars long and it looked like it was all like cops with like their lights on and shit but it yeah. wasn't like an emergency mm. all black vehicles yeah yeah come on maybe if it was uh or somebody else moving through like with security i don't know who else but yeah. it was definitely somebody in the the government yeah well so hunter agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor misdemeanor counts 
the misdemeanor Missy misdemeanor uh misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax he also faces a separate felony charge of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance so i think like part of the gun rules is if you have a drug addiction you can't use the gun or have a gun or something yeah yeah i think part of the medical marijuana laws are that if you have yeah, yeah. a medical marijuana card, you can't own a gun. Or they, they factor it in or something like that. <laughs> it's like part of the equation. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, but anyway, so go on. Tell me more about what Hunty did. So I think he's like trying to make a deal so he doesn't have to do any time. Um, part of the plea agreement uh the justice department will recommend probation for anything that he's charged for uh including the gun charge which i think they said that a couple of rappers got charged for the same kind of ju- gun charge and, and got, got a bunch of years right yeah, yeah, who was a, it who was the rapper I think that they came said out? kodak black was kodak one of black, them and yeah. he got like 85 months or something and then they said that little wayne got charged but i think they said trump pardoned him wait did trump pardon kodak black uh he might have I know he char- he pardoned ASAP Rocky. He didn't even think about pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. I can't believe that. Remember they had I like a like limbo I feel like that might have him? given him those few votes he was looking for. What he could have, like yeah. 18,000 votes or something? Yeah, he, those could have been If you would have pardoned Joe Exotic, Trump, you could have been president still. <laughs> Although, um, who knows what kind of like ruckus he would have caused. Yeah, true. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to hear more about Hunter because so, this is what I've been interested in. He's uh, apparently, uh, according to these uh, whistleblowers, tax whistleblowers, uh, he's owed at least one hundred thousand dollars in twenty seventeen, and one hundred thousand dollars in twenty eighteen. What? And he did not pay any of those taxes that he owed. <clears throat> so that's cool. That family doesn't have that just like lying around on the floor. Uh, no, because uh, their floor is taken up by all the documents. <laughs> all the documents? <laughs> I mean, $100,000? Give me a break. Yeah. That was made up. It's pretty crazy. I because mean... Because what were the allegations? Because did you did you read into, like, what happened with, like, the, um... The recommendations that they made to, like the like, the federal court for him after he left Delaware? What do you mean? Like the last time, remember they said that they they said, like after he went to court, mm-hmm. they looked at whatever they were looking at on like the state level, mm. but then they found certain things and they gave it to like I guess whatever federal what who who's responsible for that for federal the tax prosecutor thing? I, I don't it... know it was it was more of the stuff where they were saying that he. They think that he's been selling access to his father. Oh, yeah. They didn't even bring that, that up. And he had, had, like, foreign business deals with, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, while his father was vice president and all that shit about Joe Biden being the big guy and, like, getting well, 10% of whatever. Well, you know, whatever. Maybe, maybe they're just using this, like, uh, small charge. So then when the court case actually comes up, they bring all that shit up, you know? And then That's it's, like, true. on record. That's true. You know? Because, like, I don't... I think I read somewhere that that laptop that they had of his, like, they're not using that as any evidence for what's going on. (laughs) So, and apparently they're not going to, like, allow all the quote-unquote whistleblowers from the IRS to testify, because apparently there's, like, 80-something. 
but they're only allowing like 40 or maybe they're I guess he's regretting all uh, hiring all those new fucking FBI or not FBI tax uh, oh yeah remember they hired like a bunch what are they called uh, IRS men? Yeah, they hired like 80,000 of them or something. Erwin R. Scheister. <laughs> um, so, I thought it was interesting that you talked about how uh, this could be uh, something related to Trump. But before we get into that, there was something that came out earlier this week about Hunter Biden. And I thought it was hilarious. And I just want to bring it up real quick. Um Hunter Biden was accused of being kicked out of a Los Angeles-based sex club uh, for being too creepy by the founder of the sex club. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I looked yeah. into this. Yeah, so what happened? So I looked into this a little bit more. I did some research on this. What was too creepy at a so, sex club? Okay, so the guy's name is Damon or Damon Lawner. Oh, I and that he's founder of the club is called Sanctum, uh, but it's like abbreviated, so it's S N C T M. Oh my god! Um, but then, uh, what's funny is uh, because he revealed that Hunter Biden was kicked out of the sex club, he inadvertently broke one of the rules of the sex club, which is to not tell anybody that they're members of the sex sex club. So. Um, Oh, so that nobody knew that this place existed. Well, I, I guess people well, they, in the, they the, knew, but you're not supposed to talk about like who you, you who you see there. Oh. That's like part of the rules that it's like to, oh, supposed it's to like be anonymous. Oh, it's like the John Wick Hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like the John Wick. <laughs> well, so okay, so, but so he he talked about Hunter Biden on social media. So he was also banned for revealing the identity the identity of a member or a former member. Um, a spokeswoman for the club said Lawner had no affiliation with the club since he sold it in 2019 for $1 million. Wait, what's the guy's last name? Lawner. How do you spell that? L-A-W-N-E-R. Okay, never mind. Um, so he said he created Sanctum after watching the movie Eyes Wide Shut in 2013. <laughs> so this is a case of art creating life. Yeah, if you consider that art, I think it's just uh, a bunch of people uh, with weird fetishes. Weird fetish. Yeah, I don't know if if any and no boundaries. Weird. Hey, guess what, guys? You can go down to Secrets in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> we, we were supposed to talk about that place. Um, it is called Secrets, <laughs> and that's what they do there. They like yo. I've I've actually never have I been there. I can't remember, but I've heard people tell me stories that people like. It's like a bar there's a, with. There's a pool inside the bar. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and you it's like, like near the beach. Yeah. Um, but people like have sex in the pool. Ugh. Yeah. And it's not like chlorinated and it's like a water, right? Too. I don't know if it's, it's a chlorinated water? pool or if it's like salt water. Either way, that should kill like the, <clears throat> you know. Maggots. Whatever, whatever they got going on. The, um, the uh, uh, what is it? Hep nah. B C. So he created the sex club, the sex club in 2013. Uh, after watching that movie, um, membership fees go up to seventy five thousand dollars a year per person. Damn. Um, he said he chose to sell the business after the lifestyle that he lived as its owner ruined his relationships with his family. I can't imagine how owning a sex club would ruin your family relationship. Yeah. Did his wife work there? I don't think he's married. What? Well, 
at the time, like when he was married. Mm, maybe. Oh, you mean like family other than like his his parents? I think he's like yeah, maybe his mom and like his 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 second cousin twice removed or something was very offended that he had a sex club for L.A. based perverts. That's hilarious. What did the space look like? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I felt like that was like a step too far. In my like I feel like that has to be out of the uh, what do they call it? Like when you <laughs> the zoning laws. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't. What are your zoning laws on sex clubs? Yeah, you can't have too much latex in this uh, <laughs> general vicinity. Um, so, yeah, he, his relationships with his family was ruined. His latest business plan, though, uh, he's like getting back into uh, diversifying his bonds into different <laughs> businesses. Um, so he has a plan. Uh, one is uh, an erotic restaurant on the, on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> In California. <laughs> yeah, the two things you want to do together, fucking eat. Yeah, well, is that the point? Or is it, like, you're going to see, like, naked people? But, like, you don't want... Are you supposed to get all, like, horned up, like, while you're eating dinner? You so, don't like, want their you... bits near your, like, food, right? Like... I, they must. <sighs> do you ever see, like, those, like, those, like, rich parties where they hire, like, bitches to, like, get covered in sushi and then they eat the sushi off of them? You think they got to put a hairnet if they got a bush on? Oh, I don't know. Where do you like? Uh, no, you know what they do? They put lettuce on top of there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they cover you kind of in lettuce wherever they're putting the sushi. No, if you no, I'm saying like if you're a waitress at an erotic restaurant, does that mean you got to walk around like naked? I don't know. I don't know the rules. Hmm. You think he's gonna get enough business investors to get this erotic restaurant? Out I there? have a feeling he might. Well, he, it says he has another uh, idea. Um, <laughs> It's a uh, fuck island. No, it's it's even greater. Uh, it's a high end cannabis line. Nice. Called sex weed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Man, this guy's really good at that. Huh? Yeah. Well, so he got in trouble. Well, I don't know if he's in trouble. He just got banned from the club for saying on social media. So he he went on Instagram and he posted an Instagram story, um, and he wrote. This is what Hunter did, right? We're talking about Hunter, right? No, no, no. We're talking about the guy who owned the sex club. Damon? Yeah, he got banned from his own sex club. Oh, he got banned from his own club. I thought he meant Hunter got banned. No, no, no. Well, he said Hunter got banned. Okay. But because he said that, they were like, oh, Hunter Biden was part of the sex club. And they were like, you broke the rules because you told people about the sex club. And they banned him from his own club? Well, I mean, he sold it in 2019. Wait a minute. Yeah. What else did that just happen in? I don't know. Oh, my God. Hold on. No. But wait, let me tell you what happened. So he posted an Instagram story in which he wrote, Hunter was a member at Sanctum, and I canceled his membership after one party because he's a scumbag. <laughs> That's what he wrote on his uh, Instagram stories. <laughs> and because of that, he's banned from his own sex club. Wait, when did he reveal this? Was it like during like the it was like this past season? week? No. Oh, wait, wait, was this week? It was this week because he uh, <laughs> he had some article come out in like the Washington Post or some shit. So I guess he was like trying to make traction <laughs> on social media. Also, like the thing about Hunter Biden came out and it was kind of wasn't co- covered that uh, deeply in the news. So maybe he was like trying to like piggyback not off of covered that. that deeply i mean fox news barely covered it which they're usually all over that shit well they're probably again probably waiting until the actual trial until they like dedicate like 24 hours to it also although 
but like, what if all Russia ever, was almost taken over today? So maybe I know we <laughs> haven't been. We've been watching fucking Storage Wars all day, so I have no idea. Did Russia get taken over today? Are we in war now? I don't know. We might be. Oy vey. But um, so you said that this might have been. Uh, I feel like all this shit is like. Wait, God, I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say you you brought up that it might have been like uh, related to the whole Trump thing. Yeah. Um, so I have some uh, information on the Trump. I didn't write down like a lot because I feel like it's talked about. It's too. It's else. over talked about it, but at the same time, it's like nobody has any like real facts anywhere. Yeah. So. Um, Not that we do, but yeah. we're just we're just put piecing together the same shit you are. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, he was indicted on thirty-seven felony counts related to mishandling of classified documents, obstructing justice, and making false statements. At least four of the charges carry a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Damn. Um, he has pled not guilty to all the charges so far. Uh, as a condition of his release, Trump is prohibited from speaking about the case with potential witnesses. Uh, the trial is set to proceed on August 14th. Uh, the Justice Department is requesting that the federal trial begin in December instead. Okay. So, that's pretty much all so, I wrote about because that. Because they don't... When is, like, the... Um primaries next november right not this coming 2023 right it's 2024 wait when do they do the primaries they must do the primaries in like april or something and then like the big the big ones in 20 the mm. i know the actual elections in Isn't 2024 it like the year before yeah so the elections in like november yeah and then the president gets inaugurated in like not this november though right no no november but i'm saying the primary they have to do a primary to decide who gets to be the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like that happens like a year before the actual regular election, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe so the regular election will probably take place when the candidates are decided for each party in November 2024, right? So that means that November 2023 is probably when the primaries will at least start. Or yeah, will... they'll start like getting. Yeah, yeah. So, a couple months. Rearing up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Republicans have already decided to. Announced their vote. For some reason, everybody that has any, like, government job in Florida has decided to run for the Republican nomination. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. The fucking uh, mayor of Miami, who looks like a fucking, uh, what does he look like? He looks like one of the guys from Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, wait, I was thinking of Sons of Anarchy. Which one from Breaking Bad? Uh, remember... Oh, the cop guy? No, remember Gustavo went down to, like, I think it was, like, Bolivia or some shit, and the guy had, like, a pool? No, I didn't. It was, like, Scarface's friend. That was the guy. That's who the mayor in fucking Florida is? Well, that's what he looks like. So he's throwing his hat into the presidential election? For the Republican nomination. For the Republican And so is Ron DeSantis, who's the governor of Florida, and so is, like... Wait, can you do Ron DeSantis as Marvin the Martian again? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Ron DeSantis. Uh, I came here to Florida to look for human rights. (laughs) Isn't that nice? Space modulator. <laughs> Trans don't deserve rights. <laughs> I went British there at the end. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Pretty crazy shit about Trump. Yeah, we'll I mean, I wonder how much they really have. 
Because it feels like they're like leaning really into this. I don't honestly know that much about shit. And I frankly don't give a shit about politics anymore. It's just interesting. To, it's like a movie to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of it. Like I'm putting the pieces together this movie and it's like a little bit's happening on every single channel. Yeah, yeah. And like. Uh, Sometimes it's fun. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm in memento. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you think Hunter Biden's going to be. Uh, trying to sell any of his paintings to get some of his money back for these tax evasion, or at least to give some to his, like, uh, illegitimate child that he doesn't Has he acknowledged the child yet? I don't think so. I think somebody, like... What's the kid's name? It's got a weird name. Fucking Starla or something? No, it's not Starla. It's like like a boy name. No. But it's a girl, right? It's a they-them name. It's 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 a... What is it? It's a unisex name. Oh. But is the son of or the? What is that kid's name? It's like. It's Ruth- a child of a stripper, right? Uh, so it's probably something cool. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta figure it out. I don't Darla. Know. <laughs> it's Starla. I'm pretty sure it's Starla. That's maybe the mom's name. Mm. How much you think a Hunter Biden painting is worth? I didn't look that up. What? I thought that's what you were researching this whole time. No, bro. You don't have any idea. I don't know. I mean, like, the fucking market sets the price, so. That's true. It really depends. Like, if he finds, like, a few rich buyers. What do you think is, like, the prevailing, like, the prevailing art, art artistic uh, narrative that he tries to cover when he's painting these paintings? <laughs> I don't know. I love crack. Crack is great. Crack is amazing. <laughs> He probably comes up for new ideas for pillows. Who do you think, if you had to go to an auction, right, and bid on one of these, who do you think would be worth more money? A Hunter Biden painting or a painting from that guy from that Love and Saucers documentary? Hunter Biden. Really? 100%, yeah. But he don't got naked aliens doing shit on there. I mean, he could. I think, like, but the thing with this guy with the Love and Saucers documentary is, like, his paintings were very niche. You know what I mean? What do you mean? What do you mean I mean, they're niche? very particular to his his experiences. Isn't all art subjective to, you know, what, what the person interpreting it? I don't know. That idiot in fucking, uh, that sex club watched Eyes Wide Shut and just made a sex club exactly like it. So. Yeah, he didn't get any of the uh, messages. Symbolism. Uh... <laughs> well, Christians did the same thing with the Bible, so. That's true, yeah. But, well, and they also wrote that. Hey-o. But, um, so, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Yeah. My ADHD brain is taking over today. That's okay. I'm drawing pictures. Yeah, that's fine. I almost drew, um. Don't say it. I won't say it. Yeah, but talk about this guy from this documentary. So, what was his name? His last name was, like, Huggy. Yeah, so I wrote down some stuff. We saw this documentary. Brian Huggy? Called Love and Saucers. Love Um, and Saucers, The guy's name is David Huggins. Huggins. David Huggins. (laughs) Come on. Um, He claims he lost his virginity to aliens. (laughs) This is, like, an old story from, years ago. (laughs) But I thought it was... I never saw the documentary before. Wait, you heard the story before? I, like... I feel like I read the Vice article when it came out, and then I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then I just never paid attention to it. And then I remembered it the other day, like, oh, shit, I forgot. There's that dude that paints pictures <laughs> of his sexual experiences with these aliens. So he's got these, like, blue bitches with big eyes and and Not tits. all of them. The ones were, like, the one bitch was, like, gray, right? Well, grayish blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, there was some that he partake. He specifically called like small grays. Well, and then, but what yeah. was the lady's name that he he dated? Crescent. Crescent. Yeah, Crescent. So he banged a an alien bitch named Crescent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he got her pregnant with like what, like thousands of alien babies. Well, so he claims to have had a hundred uh, extraterrestrial encounters throughout his whole life, uh, and he chronicles chronicles them in his own paintings. Um, some people online have reported becoming aroused or attracted to the alien women that David paints in his paintings. Do they come to them? I don't know. They didn't go that far. They were just like, uh, something's happening. <laughs> yeah, something's happening. If you put tits on anything, most guys will get an erection. Yeah, that's weird how that works, right? <laughs> um, David is currently 79 years old. Uh, he, he said he lost his virginity to a female extraterrestrial when he was 17. He drew a fucking painting of it. Yeah. And it was like him in the middle of a field with tra- trees around well, him. Yeah, and so, the alien on top. Come on. So at the time uh, when he was 17, he was living with his parents in rural Georgia. Rural Georgia? Rural Georgia. So they were like, I guess there's a lot of forest and <laughs> shit around there. So, um, but he said uh, he started seeing like these creatures when he was like eight years old. Remember he started describing uh, like the small hairy creatures he would find in like the forest? Yeah. And then he said the one alien was like a praying mantis or something. Oh yeah, like he that. had one that looked like a mantis. Yeah, and then yeah. at what point did he start banging them though? That was at, at seven, 17. When I was 17. Yo, the aliens had the decency to wait till he was, like, of age-ish. I, I mean, mean so back then, 17 was 18, you know? In Georgia, in rural Georgia. And you, Georgia. Could, you could join the army at 17. You could fucking bang an alien. Yeah. You know what? I'll get behind that. Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll probably fly that flag. Um, so, yeah, it started when he was eight. Yeah, he lost his virginity when he was 17. Uh... He currently lives in Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> we could go visit. Um, he says that the visits still occur from the aliens, uh, although they don't occur as often as they used to. Uh, he fell in love with the female alien called Crescent. Um, he has a human wife and a human son. <laughs> we learned that from the documentary. Who are absolutely sick of his shit. Yeah, uh, he's currently divorced, uh, but still living with his ex-wife. I think uh, they said in the he's basement. He's lived with his ex-wife for like twenty years after they got divorced or whatever. But she, she divorced him because he kept the alien thing a secret from her. And then he started painting these paintings of him fucking these alien women with big giant gazungas, right? Yeah, and he made himself have a giant dick in those. Yeah, stories. yeah, he did. <laughs> he read. Wait, he also had one of like them just like jerking him off in oh, a painting. Did the yeah. wife like? I don't remember this part. Did the wife like find the pictures and she was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" I don't know if he like painted the pictures first and then hid them, or if he was like. Babe, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> and then showed her in like. I just had a vision of what I'm meant to do the rest of my life. Um, his human son uh, moved to Thailand to start a new life. <laughs> that was the last note that I have. Um, we saw this documentary. These paintings are pretty crazy. You would pay more for a Hunter Biden than a David Huggins? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends. I feel like. You can't Hunter jerk off Biden, to a Hunter Biden. Like, hof- hopefully, like, the, the art like world changes yeah and i would like to have a david huggins honestly more yeah but if we're talking about market value i think a hunter biden's always going to be more 
valuable. Yeah, yeah. Because he was the president's son at the middle of all this. He was like the Alice Roosevelt of his, her time, his time. He didn't fuck any aliens, bro. Oh, maybe he didn't. He didn't fuck aliens, dude. Who knows what he said? What if you got to do crack to truly see the beauty of his art? Oh man. That's Mike Lindell. Oh no, he won't. That's some next level art shit. He definitely did some crack with Mike Lindell, right? There's no way because because that would have been like like him having dinner with the enemy. Mike Lindell's Bro, like hard on Trump's dick. How many times yeah, did Mike Lindell have dinner with the enemy it. and share crack and then they became oh, friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. If anyone can do it, it's Mike Lindell. It's Mike Lindell. Um, I don't want to buy this fucking art, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just need some crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a crazy documentary. Uh... Would you tell anybody if you experienced that? Maybe if it was like a permanent thing, right? Like if you constantly were visited and was it molested if he wanted it? By aliens? No, he said he enjoyed it. He, he said was like, he enjoyed that it. This was the best time of my life. Yeah. I wish it happened again. Meanwhile, his wife's like upstairs, like this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Remember he said he asked them to, he wanted to go live with the aliens? Yeah, and they were oh, like, Oh, that was, yeah, the, what was thing. the reason. Why couldn't he go live with them? They said he wasn't allowed. He had to, he didn't have the right membranes. He had to live on his human life or some shit. I think it would ruin the experiment that they were doing. But well, where did all the babies go? up to the atmosphere here's the funniest thing at the end of the documentary the producers ask him so you know you tried to leave with them you know according to you they said no but like um if you could go back and like trade all the experiences you've had since then in order to leave with the aliens back then would you and he looked at the camera and without hesitation he goes 100 percent. and then they focused in on a picture of his wife and child <laughs> <laughs> Did they, was she in the documentary at all? Mm, no, I don't think so. The That's sun. So funny. I, I think they like showed they pictures showed of the her sun. like in the background, like cleaning the kitchen, or, or irritated. Uh, or maybe I just like put that into my brain. Yeah, it would have been funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking weird, man. And then at the end of the documentary, he drops all these pictures of other. What do they call them? Whistleblowers. Yeah, People yeah. People like, out about their alien experiences yeah and he had a picture of steven greer on there yeah yeah who did that um or i don't know if he did it but he was a big part of that close encounters of the fifth kind yeah came out a couple years ago the documentary it was about... like a do- was it a series or was it one i think it was just one well anyway it was like about how him and this group of people had some system set up that they did what was it like tunes or what was it they were, meditation or some shit it was some whatever they were trying doing. to contact these like aliens on like a weird like wavelength right yeah it was some specific place that they went out into the desert i wonder if it was near skinwalker ranch maybe they well according to him they made contact right and they he like, said they make a lot of contact and yeah. they had all these different experiences i don't remember them specifically so but, so he did that but then after like they gave that disclosure when was when did they do disclosure on like fox news when they said that a whistleblower that was like a reliable source and was either part of like the whatever like had come out and said that the united states was in possession of i think that was right after the trump indictment thing happened that was it was right after that yeah and or right around that maybe right right before or something like that but um, right after they came out with that is when stephen greer who is part of the Disclosure Project. The official. The official Disclosure Project. Whatever that means. 
um, came out and he did this like three hour long fucking documentary. Not really a documentary, but it was like a speech. And the craziest shit is, is like Stephen Greer has a lot of interesting things to say, but it's amazing how he can make fucking alien disclosure a snooze fest. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't listen to what he was saying, I but there like was a lot of fault. shit in there. Yeah, it's not his Like, fault. we're definitely going to have to get back to it because I think there's. I like there's so many moving parts that I'm like okay some of this is distraction. If we if we could find a way to get more reliable closed captions than the ones that came up from the YouTube translated thing. Well, that's the only place that you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, unless you use like DuckDuckGo, then that'll take you to like. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, like so the what what I had watched was him saying that like, you know, even in the Close Encounters five documentary, he was talking about how. The government already had, like, the techno- technological capability to fake UFO abductions. Yeah, yeah. And that they were, I mean, that they had been practicing it back in, like, the 60s and 70s. And they were eventually going to start doing it and using it to make it seem like the aliens were a violent whatever. What, yeah, and, so... And, a prevailing like uh, message from this whole the whole point of this whole disclosure project, according to him, I guess, is to let every- go. Is to let everybody know that um, there are aliens, but they're nonviolent, non-threatening, but that also government, not just the U.S. government, but governments all over the world have access to technology that is going to look alien when first pre- presented to people. So I guess his whole point is to be like. Um, if you see some shit about aliens or whatever and it's some bad stuff like you know destroying something or like abducting people or like you know any of that shit he's like that's not the aliens yeah that's, he's like that's they're you completely guys. beyond that like yeah. the government's just using it to like scare people yeah he's like if if they have the technology to completely destroy our entire planet if they wanted to do that they wouldn't have to come down and show our, themselves to us yeah they could just do it from a safe distance and, be like, and okay, there were some like some like records that they had even like admitted to of some of those like UAPs or whatever they were yeah, yeah. flying over like nuclear centers and yeah, disarming weird, right? them yeah so it looked like they were whatever concerned with that mm-hmm. so whatever all the data that he had collected as a private person that has frequent meetings with well but he's also like a high-ranking like scientist right he's like yeah part of like yeah. all these like scientific communities where people like actually trust his judgment when it comes to certain things yeah right? yeah he's definitely a big part of like because he works with the government too yeah so he's like but, a credible so basically source. what he's saying is like even though it's quote unquote the government it's really not it's like a shadow government kind of thing like yeah i think that's where he loses that, people and i think he he does but i i feel like that's probably could have been so easily done you know what i mean like, yeah yeah yeah. it's super important in. but i feel like there's so much if if any of it is true Let's say it's all true, what he's talking about, right? There's so much information for the average human being to digest that the more and more they go into it, the more likely the person uh, trying to get the message will be like, okay, now I'm out because it can't be this crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like they got to focus on the first things first. Yeah. And be like, oh, there, there are aliens. You know what I mean? Let's prove it. Okay, now let's do the next part. You know what I mean? And take it slow. Def- I definitely agree with that. Was he one of the? Was he the guy that said that he had that like one 
like molecular substance. No, no, no. Were, that was, that was Bob, uh, Lazar. Oh, Bob Lazar. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, here we go. Like, there's a lot of people that are quote unquote reliable sources. Yeah. So I don't know who knows, but like I just thought it was weird that they had this disclosure thing happen the same day that Trump was indicted, or right around the same time. Yeah. And then this Hunter Biden shit happens, and I'm like, okay, this is also, I think, kind of like, in a way to deflect attention from the sh- shit that they found at Joe Biden's house, mm-hmm. and to, you know what I mean, to make yeah, it look yeah. like they were equally going after the Biden family as they were going after Trump, everything just seems very calculated. Well, you even blamed the biggest news of this week. Oh, yeah. On oh, the Titan po- thing? Potentially being a false flag to distract people from the well, either Joe Biden all, or Trump thing. First of all, let's just say this really quick. Yeah. At the time that that motherfucking sub-aquatic device <laughs> yeah. was descending or had, you know, been exploded in the middle of the ocean Mm -hmm. you and i were having a podcast where i was telling you about orphism oh yeah and in orphism they are the in the belief set that the are they are humanity emerged from the titans Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that to escape material existence which they called the titanic Mm -hmm. They had to go through this hero's journey. Yeah. At the same time, this motherfucking sub was was crashing in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty weird. It is weird. Yeah. Pretty weird. So, do you want to explain, like, what happened for those that don't know? What I mean, there's no sub. way nobody knows. If you don't fucking know this, then you've been under a rock. But apparently, like, this guy that was, like, a adventurer comes up with this company called Ocean Gate... And he basically, like, charges billionaires, like, a quarter of a million dollars to take him down to see the Titanic. Yeah, on a submarine. On a submarine. Yeah. Um, controlled by a off-brand, uh, what, was it PS5 or It was a Xbox? Logitech, like, I think PlayStation 2 controller. Jesus. So it was controlled by that. Yeah. It had been already, like, called a death trap by many. Yeah, they had, like, a reporter from, I think, ABC that did, like, an in-depth no pun intended, interview with the guy like back in like 2019 or something like that. Because here's um, why I think it was calculated. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that the guy at the time uh, brought a camera crew with him and he like recorded all these obvious safety issues that the submarine had. Yeah. And the dude, the owner, kind of like flaunted that uh, safety issues were for pussies. Yeah, he was like, fucking safeties for pussies. I'm not afraid of dying in the deep water because we'll just implode immediately. Yeah. Which they say is what happened. My point was, like, okay, this is either a deflection of something else or, like, who would get four billionaires to go into a fucking tube yeah. To the bottom of the ocean. Well, it was only, I felt like it was a fate, like it was like a, they faked their death. It was only two billionaires. Okay, well, two of, billionaires and a son of a billionaire, so yeah. three billionaires. And I guess the and the owner, the owner, and the, yeah. So and then the, the diver guy that was like the expert on diving or whatever, he went with them. Yeah, and this was only their third trip down. Was it five people all together? Right? It was five people all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was two billionaires, the son of a billionaire. So, yeah, so this guy booked a trip with these five people. Uh, they went down on Sunday. Uh, what day was that? I don't know. June something. Anyway, uh, they reported that they couldn't find the sub. 
uh, a search was conducted to see if they could find any trace of it or anything like that. They had like a specific amount of days worth of oxygen, right? Yeah, and they then, they had specifically the same amount of oxygen. They were like they have until like nine a.m. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. What here's what made me think it was staged. At 11 a.m. on Thursday, they had found the remains. They had found the remnants right where they thought it was going to be. But for all this time, they can't get any of that equipment down there. They don't have the technology for it and all this shit. When they have had other people travel to that Titanic site with other technology. Well, that's what I didn't understand. Didn't I I tell you that, but, like, when it happened... I don't know what I mean. It just it was so weird to me. They had the whole fucking un, the United States doesn't have the technology to yeah. get down to the Titanic to see if there's fucking two billionaires down there. Yeah, yeah. Come on, what did it happen on the actual Titanic? That a bunch of billionaires died that had like other interests. Yeah. Uh, that, that didn't go with the common. <laughs> yeah. I like to look a little bit more into um, what like the people that actually went on this trip's like history was, you know. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, we know, like, a little bit, right? I, I mean, a little bit, but, like, what were the businesses they were about to invest in? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, come on. Come on. This is... That's too crazy. Yeah. It's too crazy. They either faked their deaths, they either found some wormhole in the bottom of the ocean that they traveled through, or they went to a bunker somewhere, or what? It, for it to actually have just been what they're saying happened, that's crazy. That is and they, they literally found the shit like almost two hours after they said they had run out of oxygen. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, we're going to watch more of those uh, disclosures and uh, get more information about that. I really think that we need to go back and watch Close Encounters 5 just to like remember what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just like on like one and a half speed. Thing is, here's the thing. They get the most uninteresting people to, like, show this stuff so nobody learns about it because you can't sit through three hours of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to try to, like, concentrate. But it's like I was saying, there's so much information that, like... Yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot. Um but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get more into that as we get more of the information. Yeah, digested. but we need to make some time for the other documentary that we watched. Yeah, so <laughs> we saw. So we watched this new uh, documentary series that's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's called uh, what's it called? Shiny Happy People. Shiny Happy People. And, um, it, and it's a four part documentary on Amazon Prime. Do you want to describe uh, kind of a little bit what it's what it's about? So, yeah, I saw somebody, like, post about it, and they were like, oh, another cult docuseries, and I was like, oh, we gotta watch this. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's about the Duggars, which, if you don't know who they are, like, Google it, but they're the 19 Kids and Counting people. Yeah. And they had a bunch of spinoffs on TLC, and um, it's about them, but it's also about, like, the um, church and the... I don't know if it is it the church that they followed or like this one guy's ministry. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I wrote down a couple of notes. Um, so we just finished watching this actually this morning, right? We saw the last two episodes. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of two things uh, broadly that they cover on here. One of them is about the Duggar family, like she was saying, and the other thing is about this church. Um, so let's go over that first part uh, first. So the Duggars. Yeah. So. 
the show that they got famous for was that 19 Kids and Counting that came on TLC. Yeah. I think um, it started at, like, 16. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said that they started with those, like, specials first, right? It was, like, the Yeah, Desert they had, like, Christmas a Christmas special. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. the Olsen twins did. <laughs> yeah. The Duggars go to Grandma's house. Exactly. Um, they live on... Uh, they live in Arkansas. Um... Their personal beliefs include not believing in contraception, dating, using the internet, or watching television. Uh, which is ironic because they got famous from a TV show. Uh, 19 Kids and Counting lasted from 2008 to 2015. Um, and that's when news broke that the oldest child, Josh Duggar, uh, as a teenager, had sexually abused young girls, uh, including his own sisters. So that was big news. I remember when this like that came, came out. out in 2015. 15, 2015. So it's been like eight years since that came out. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I feel like it just came out. So well, here's the crazy thing, right? They said in like 2002, 2003 was when it happened. When he was like what, like 15 or something like that, and they said that they knew about it immediately, and like the parents helped cover it up or some shit like that. Right, that go, that's what the, that one. The story in. that they gave to their friend was that the 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 son came to them and told them what he did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I guess he like he said whatever the the TV or documentary friendly version of it was that he like fondled them over their clothes while they were sleeping. While they were sleeping. Yeah, and but, I guess he and his parents like blamed it on like boys will be boys. You know, They're yeah. Just uh, curious at that age, you know. Yeah, and they had that whole, like, dynamic of, like, the character types or, like, the, the, the godly gifts that you got, remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was always, like, the men having, what was it? I forget what the men had, but women were always, like, the givers of mercy. Oh, so it yeah. basically meant, like, if you get raped or whatever, like, you had to... It was your fault somehow. It was your fault. Like, you, you didn't just cry out in distress. Yeah, yeah. Or, that was what the guy said. The, the law of crying out was one of their things. Yeah, like, if you don't, like, explicitly say... Then you're just as at fault as the guy that was doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So his parents, uh, Joe Bob and Michelle... Jim Bob. Jim Bob. I put Joe Bob for some reason. Jim Bob. Um, they allegedly helped cover up their son's actions at the time that they happened. Um... So, what he told them was probably, like, what you said, like, the, the friendly version of what it is. Yeah. Um, and they were probably just like, eh, like, what do we do? Like, we he didn't, like, uh, it sounds so horrible, right? But, like, he didn't, like, do anything as bad as, like, deserving jail time or something. It's probably what their thoughts were, right? I don't know. They made him go down to the police station, they said. I think he did that in order to get the... Uh, community to stop talking shit because remember he said he he asked the guy to come down to the police station with him and he was like there when the kid confessed to everything and the cop was like i'm gonna let you go this time but the next time you do this i'm gonna bust you he was like and then like a week later i found out that the cop was like friends with jim bob so you think they just like set that up i think they set it up yeah. that's fucking crazy and they had they had been they had been slated to have what's his name josh yeah marry that family's oldest daughter yeah yeah at first and they were like how could you not tell us if you knew this was going on and they basically said that they were like controlling his behavior by using their daughter as like the carrot on the stick yeah they were going to reward him with like if girl. you like 
keep your hands off your sisters for the next like <laughs> until you're legal yeah you get to marry this girl and i guess their parents like backed out at that point because they were like fuck you yeah yeah um, but yeah so it, the documentary doesn't just focus on just that one thing that happened no um they talk about kind of some of the other members of the family not really the parents because they weren't involved in the documentary although they do show a lot of their like speeches that they gave at these like church uh gatherings or whatever that shit was so fucking creepy yeah um, like I, oh. but we hear a lot from jill duggar the one sister uh she's the only one that spoke out right i think the cousin and one of the other maybe sisters said something i, I know remember. that ginger said something like but it wasn't i don't think it was for this documentary i think she made it and like put it out there and they like got it Oh, okay. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was only the cousin that you see. I remember the cousin from, from watching the series when it was on. Yeah, the crazy one? Yeah, she was the crazy cousin because she had her ears pierced or something. And she said she kissed a boy before she marriage. She kissed a boy, yeah. Um, So, yeah, so we hear a lot from Jill Duggar. Uh, she was one of Josh's alleged victims. Uh, but we also find out in the course of this documentary that she's a survivor of another kind. Uh, she survived her parents' exploitation of her labor. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, she was supposed to get money from the show. And because her dad was in charge of all her like contracts, he just kept the money. Yeah. Yeah, all the contracts that had to be signed, I guess the parents were signing for the kids that were under 18. Yeah. But once, I guess, some of the older ones started to become of age... They continued to sign for them. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of time that wasn't accounted for. And then even when it was, like, he kept all the money. Yeah, yeah. And I think the reason that none of the other people spoke out is because he probably still controls the money. True, yeah. And he probably said, like, you know, like, you can go in, on that documentary or whatever and shame your family. Or yeah. you can live comfortably with this money that we have. Right, exactly. Or whatever it is. I mean, I can't... I wonder how much they actually made off the show. Did you find that out? No, I didn't look into that. Um, but she states that after the revelations came out about Josh in 2015, um, she and her sister Jessa felt forced into doing that interview for Megyn Kelly. Remember they did that interview with Megyn Kelly and they were like... Uh, like, yeah, he did it, but we forgive him, and it happened a long time ago or whatever. Yeah, she said they were forced to do it, but then still, they, she still never got into, like, what actually happened. Yeah, well, they said, because they said that they were sleeping, right? So, well, I they don't, don't know even if, really know if it really ha- He just confessed to do it. He might have did something worse. We well, don't know. Well, no, because she said something that she said to her husband, like, once they got married. Oh, and yeah. And she was like, it's a secret that that's between us. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there's more to the story that we don't know about, like, mm. that he was doing to his sisters, but we don't know. Yeah. Well, she said that uh, she felt uncomfortable doing that interview with Megan Kelly because she felt like it was sort of like a hostage situation. Yeah. So, like, they were like, you got to do this for your family because if you don't do this, then the show's over and then we don't have any money. And, and I think she was, like, afraid that she would go to jail if she broke her contract with TLC. I don't yeah, know. yeah. That's another part of, like, that indoctrination is that they scare you with a law. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I mean, you know, there's 19 of them and only one has spoken out and one's in jail. I want to know what's going on with the other 17. Yeah, I know, right? Well, we know the one the one boy is like running for like state senator or some shit, right? Oh, yeah, he yeah. He said he's like anti-porn, anti-abortion or some shit like that. Yeah, he definitely said anti, he said he's pro-life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so, uh, what was her name? Jill? Yeah, Jill also claims that she and her sisters were forced to participate in the spinoff show uh, called Jill and Jessa Counting On. Yeah, they started to follow, like, the girls that had gotten married and were having babies. Yeah, so they were saying, she was saying basically in the documentary that they were kind of forced to do that uh, spinoff show because that's the only way the family was going to continue to make money, right? Yeah, and then she still didn't get any money out of it. Yeah, remember she said they forced her to like uh, film her birth. Yeah, she they, she said that they didn't want the ha- she didn't want the um the whatever the the camera filming people crew yeah there so she, they were like fine but it's in your contract so we'll send you like a fucking tripod yeah get these shots yeah so they do it and you get like a full kind of story of her labor yeah and she said to this day she still hasn't seen one penny from any of the things that she filmed for that show she said that she was feeding her kids with food from like food the food, food bank banks. yeah that's crazy i mean that's insane i know i'm not super shocked i had always just assumed that's how they got their food and to begin with well she also has like seven kids too right not her no josh before he got caught for all this shit was yeah. married to that other girl, Anna. Oh, yeah. And they have, like, seven kids. She, I think she was pregnant with their seventh kid when he went to jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she hasn't come out and said anything about him, and she's still, like, with him. Yeah. Well, okay, so let me tell you this next part, and I want you to remember a certain portion of this next part, okay? Okay. When Josh was accused, right, I guess back in 2015, he was serving as executive director... Of the Family Research Council Action. It's a religious, influential religious right political organization. Okay. Uh, So he was the executive director there, right? Um, And then uh, he got accused, and I think they fired him or something. Uh, He later worked at a car dealership. I guess that was, like, owned by his dad or his family or something like that. Um. And that's where federal agents uh, discovered a computer (laughs) that he kept there at the car dealership. Um, And these federal agents discovered child pornography on this computer. Um, He was convicted of receiving child pornography. I guess he was they wanted to also charge him with distributing. But they said that uh, the receiving portion covered that. So it didn't have to be like two separate crimes. Um, he was sentenced to 12 years and seven months in prison. Uh, images allegedly depicted sexual abuse of several children, including toddlers and one child, approximately three to four months old. That's insane. Yeah. So, uh, the fed said that they were doing the sting operation on this like child porn ring. And uh, they caught his IP as one of the IP addresses that was, like, connected to this computer that was sending and receiving, like, images of child pornography. So they traced the IP address to this computer at this car dealership. And then they go to the car dealership and they're like, whose computer is this? (laughs) He's like, it's mine. Did he like mention child porn before they even brought it up too? This I think there was. Did was they that just the make it clip? sound like that in the fucking? Yeah, I don't. It, I remember nobody that. Nobody was downloading like child porn or anything, right? <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. I just. I mean, but like, did they ever find? I wonder if they ever found like the. Uh, 
the linchpin in that operation. Like, okay, you found a guy that's got a few images, which all in and of itself is horrible. Yeah. But, like, who's doing these images? Yeah, 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 exactly. Who's in the pictures? Like, are they checking in on them? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they have to, like, create some type of database, right? Because, like... Oh, is know. AI that good yet that you could make? Can you make AI child porn? No, I think there's like rules. And I think that's one of the rules that like the AIs that are created so far like adhere to. But I think you could create your own AI to make it do whatever you want. So I don't know why you would choose that. I'm thinking of it as like those people that use like the sex dolls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I don't know, man. But fucking crazy. 12 years. So he's he's, he's in jail. He's only got 12 years. Like, that doesn't seem like enough. And I think it was just the one count, too. Yeah, because they dropped a lot of shit. Yeah. Because of... Uh... Cooperation. <laughs> you got me. I did it at the car dealership. They tried to blame it on an ex-convict that they had hired. It's hilarious. Remember that? Yeah, because they had... I guess the neighbors had heard that there was, like, FBI agents at their, their uh, oh, business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jim Bob was like, oh, we had an ex-con working here. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, he wasn't wrong, though. Yeah, true. Um, so the other thing this documentary dealt with was, uh, I guess, like, in an overarching way, the yeah. influence that the Duggar family had in order to, uh, had on them in order to become like the way that they are now. Right. Um, so it shows that they were heavily influenced by a religious group founded by a guy named Bill Gothard. Uh, and he called it the Institute in basic life principles or the IBLP. Uh, he was, uh, apparently known for his love of acronyms. Uh, he's still alive by the way. Um, so the IBLP is an ultra-conservative Christian organization which have teachings that encourage Bible memorization, large families, homeschooling, aversion to debt, male superiority and female obedience, and conservative dress. Now, Aversion to debt? Yeah, that's what it says. You can't have any debts or some shit like that. Um so what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. But the large family thing, we forgot to write this down, but I just remember it. Yeah. The, what I wrote the it down. the fuck is that about? There's a whole movement. And I see them on, on different um, social medias. Yeah. And it's younger people now. Yeah. And the whole concept is, like, if you're in war, you want to have as many arrows in your quiver as you can. Yeah. So that's why they have all these kids. They look at them as, like, arrows in a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's crazy. I like I've seen so many family families on on like different uh, social medias, and they have like I mean they're not up to nineteen yet, but they're counting. <laughs> and they they're like, and they definitely the they definitely believe all that shit because they're like, yeah, I never say no to my husband, and like we don't use any kind of birth control. Like, yeah, yeah it's wild. Um. Yeah, so Bible memorization, that's like kind of like that cult-like behavior, right? They yeah. pick a book to get you to read over and over again, and they quiz you on it. And if you do wrong, they send you to the prayer room. Did I tell you about Bible quizzing? When we get to my, re my own religious stories, because I'll be honest, this is the first cult documentary that I've seen that I really um, related to personally. Yeah, so let's get into that a little bit before I go more into these uh, facts about this place. So 
you kind of were, uh, I guess, unintentionally exposed to something that was kind of similar to this organization, right? It was like a different name and a different... It was a different name. Different organization altogether. Different organization, but same uh, principles. Shared, shared some of the same principles. A lot of the same theology, if you will. Yeah. Do you want to? Well, I mean, say so there the name two of things. it, or I, yeah, I'll say I'll say all of it, but like don't I, sue us, please. I don't, I don't give a shit. Google it. Um, I well to start off, I started my life Catholic. Yeah. So up until like the age of like where you can remember shit, I was Catholic. Yeah, yeah. And then around ten, we switched to a Baptist church. So your fam- like you're when in your family. My my family. It yeah. Wasn't it wasn't just a you decision. It wasn't. No, it wasn't like, hey guys, we're gonna get Baptist now. So my dad's family had always been Baptist. Yeah. My mom was Catholic, Italian Catholic. Mm. They all belonged. Her whole family belonged to the same like parish. Parish. And I guess my mom had a lot of issues with, like, um, priests. <laughs> yeah. She didn't like that they were, like, the uh, intermediary between yourself and God. Okay. So she liked the she liked the things in Christianity that weren't in Catholicism. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to go to this Baptist church where my grandmom also attended. But anyway, like, so when I got there... All the kids that were there were very influenced by this type of like belief system, mm-hmm. especially like the the pastors' kids and shit, or like the the wannabe pastors' kids, because there was like two, there was one pastor, one associates pastor, and then like a bunch of deacons that like wanted to have like a bigger role in the church. Okay, so yeah. So their kids were also like under scrutiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a fucking hierarchy, like yeah. it is everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went there, there was no dancing allowed, no drinking allowed. Um, they, uh, the same thing with like the husband, they did the same umbrella of like faith. Remember Mm -hmm. how they did that? Where like God is the umbrella over the man and the man is the umbrella over the woman. And then the woman is the umbrella over the children or whatever. Children first, then the wife, then the husband, then the pastor then God, right? No, God was at the top. Yeah, who was raining down on them, though? The Lord? They didn't say who the rain was. Okay. They didn't identify the rain. They just said, if you step out from under your husband's umbrella... Then you fucked up. You're going to get fucked up. Yeah. The the Lord's no longer protecting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very, like... So so much so that I had spent one night as a teenager out at... um, like, it was after Bible school, and we spent a night out at a friend's house that was, like, house-sitting. Yeah. And, like, it was a bunch of people there that were both male and female, and I, like, made out with a guy, mm-hmm. and he called my dad to apologize the next day. Oh, man. Like, thankfully, I intercepted the call and yeah. deleted it, and, like, never spoke a word of it since until I told you the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, Yeah. Yeah, he, they the dad. I don't know if they, he told the dad or his, or he told his own dad, and his own dad was like, "You had to call that girl's father, yeah, and tell her that she's not pure anymore." Oh no, that was the message. I don't fucking know. He just was like, "Hi, like I'm really sorry that like I wasn't chaperoned when I was with your daughter." Did he know your name? 
I don't know if he, but I think he said like your daughter, like in a like a more oh like respectful yeah gentleman. I can't way. honestly remember the message that clearly because I was just trying to get the fuck off the phone as quickly as I could. Yeah, yeah. That's but hilarious. these were the same kids that like weren't allowed to watch the Smurfs because it was like too like magical. Yeah, what did they say that the uh, the people in that uh, group weren't allowed to uh, watch Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh Eeyore. because Eeyore promoted depression. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's so crazy though because now so that church is where I started, which yeah. is like a mild version of where I ended up, which was Word of Life Bible Institute. Okay. Which is like they're uh kind of like a conglomerate conglomeration, the same way that the IBLP is, mm-hmm. except their founder is a guy named what was it? Uh, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. Oral yeah. Roberts was their founder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like the same cult like behavior. I went there for two summers. It was a like, camp, right? It was a well. They called it no because the rich kids got to go to the actual camp. Oh. We got to go there and it was free for mm. for the summer, and they paid you thirty dollars a month. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. It was Scroon Lake. Scroon Lake. Scro- it was actually really beautiful up there. I would like to visit again, but it was in Scroon Lake, New York. Yeah. Not too far from Lake George. Okay. I believe that's where they had one of the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had to go do fucking missionary work at Lake George. I was handing out tracts to people. What's a tract? It's like the little like pamphlet that tells you about Jesus and how to get saved. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. handing one to like a lady in like a thong bikini. What'd she do with it? I don't know. I like think I, I got away like... You didn't pay attention? No. No, because but they told us that like whoever you come across in the world, yeah, that would have been appropriate. (laughs) They told us who. But meanwhile, there was like another group of like people from our group that were performing like some god play on like some outside pavilion Mm. for like oncomers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was a missionary in Lake George, wow, New York. I spent two summers there. My first summer there, I was a housekeeper. Oh yeah, you. I worked over forty hours a week. For thirty dollars a, a month. For thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. You were helping out the the, the, rich, the lambs come to God, right? I was helping the lambs come to God. Yeah. I just want to get away, away from my parents for like an entire summer. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And I'm like, eh, I can get around. I can skirt around the rules. And one of the rules is that you always have to wear skirts. Always have to wear skirts. No, they kind of like lax that on that a little bit. Like you're allowed to wear dress pants mm. as long as they're not like too form fitting. Yeah. Well, I was looking up the rules at one of the things that you, I think you sent me like an article with like. A yeah, set of I just want to give you an idea of like what the the rules were like. Yeah, one of them. We said, weren't allowed to see any movies. Yeah, one of them said you weren't allowed to walk next to a boy unless there was snow or ice on the ground. That's hilarious. See, I was there in the summer. Oh, so you they so didn't that wasn't an issue. Yeah. No, we were only allowed to like hug a boy if it was the first time we'd seen them in like months. Hmm. Uh, three weeks might have been like the cutoff. And then if it was a picture, like you yeah. could like put your arm around the person. Yeah. But there was no touching unless you were engaged to somebody. Wow. And they actually did give students like married dorms, like if they got married while they were attending the. Because a lot of girls that like went. Because. Not only was Word of Life like uh, it had they had an inn, they had a fucking ranch with another uh, like mm-hmm. summer camp there for kids to come to for like Bible school. Yeah. But they also got to like ride ponies and shit. Yeah, yeah. But then they had like the 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 poor kids like running the shit. Yeah. So I was at the inn. Yeah. 
and I was doing like housekeeping one year and then I worked in like the cafe the next year, like cleaning and yeah. making food. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. I can't believe I did that. You did it though. But it was an experience. It was fun. I mean, like when I was breaking the rules, it was fun. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, one of the things on there said, uh, if you break the rules, you have to, well, it was a, like a comment that a guy left about how, or maybe it was a, I don't know. Somebody left a comment on that article that you sent me in the comment section and said that whenever they broke the rules, they were told to go to the prayer room. To the prayer room, yeah. Which they described as like a totally blank room with no furniture, and uh, you weren't allowed to leave. They didn't have any phones. You didn't have a book except the Bible, I guess. Uh, and yeah, you could always have a Bible. Yeah, and then you were supposed to stay there until you figured out how you messed up to end up there in the first place. Damn. Yeah, but it, it it reminded me of all these different uh, cult documentaries that we've seen within the past like two three years, where they use similar tactics to that too, right? Like the Keith Raniere thing was like that. Oh yeah, he put the one girl in that room. R. Kelly did the same thing. Oh, he did, right? Yeah. Oh man. I never heard about. The, see, I was in like the summer training corp, so I don't know what went on at the college. I imagine it was worse than what I went through. Yeah. But they definitely used child labor. I mean, we were all under eighteen. Um, go back to what you were saying earlier. You didn't finish the thought about how married couples or engaged couples had their own place. Oh, no, no, not engaged couples. Engaged couples were allowed to hold hands on campus. Yeah. Um, married couples, they if they were married, they could get like a, like a, a married couple dorm. So I remember one of the rules in that thing you sent me said uh, if you were divorced or separated from, uh, I guess, your spouse officially you weren't allowed to date at all while you're at that place right really that's what it said on there. i didn't like, know towards that the bottom. yeah no but part of the allure for a lot of like christian girls in that fundamentalist uh group of people yeah go there and call it the bridal institute so that they can find like their their husband there that's also disgusting it's also disgusting i know um so I'll go back a little to talk about more of this um, Gothard guy, Bill Gothard, uh, the guy who founded this IBLP. Um, in 2014, Gothard was placed on administrative leave by the board of directors of the IBLP while it investigated claims of sexual harassment of female employees and volunteers. Uh, no criminal activity had been found. But they did find that Gothard acted in an inappropriate manner on several occasions. What does that mean? He got too crossed up. He got all crossed up he, over these bitches? He got all crossed up. That's what it was. There's always a sexual thing that happens. Um, in 2016, Gothard and IBLP were sued by a group of alleged victims who accused them of sexual harassment and assault. The plaintiffs voluntarily dismissed their lawsuit in 2018 citing unique complexities with the statute of limitations. Remember that part? Oh, like, yeah. Put a like class action lawsuit together. Yeah, didn't like, he tweet about that afterwards? He's like, he's like got, got out on a technicality, bitches. Yeah, the Lord is great. I think they did get him after that, though. No, no, he tried to get him back, remember? And uh, he was like, uh, Oh, yeah, he turned around them. and countersued all and the then people the judge that came like, out against him. Yeah, because he said that they were lying, and then the judge was like, No, 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 they were telling the truth. They just can't. Keep going with this if they did. I mean, I guess did the judge say they couldn't do the, the case? 
He didn't say I that, right? I don't remember. Like, maybe they signed an, an NDA. Maybe the statute of limitations ended. Mm. The one girl was, like, just saying that how it was, like, such torture for her to relive, relive the process of, like, what had happened to her. Yeah, yeah. That it was, like, I, I'm not going to do it again. Like... Yeah. So... Which is understandable, I guess. Um... Like, Here's one of the interesting things I wanted to talk to you about. Remember that thing about Josh Duggar that I told you to remember earlier? Yeah. About how, uh, uh, da 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 da, going back in my notes. Oh, uh, he was serving as executive director of the Family Research Council. Yeah. Um, so in the 80s, um, down at the good old, uh, IBLP, uh, they faced another major sex scandal. I think this was like their first one. Um, they were accused of some crazy shit. The brother, because this uh, Bill Gothard guy had a brother that was in the business with him at the time in the 80s. His name's Steve Gothard. Um, apparently, he had to resign as the administrative director <laughs> of this organization because he was having affairs with several secretaries at the Institute. So they so kind of the him? same thing that Josh Duggar like had to resign from. He was like the executive director of that family action thing or whatever. Bill Gothard's brother had to resign because he was. But I think that the secretaries that he was doing stuff with were of age, maybe. Well, what was Josh Duggar doing with secretaries? Was he doing stuff when he was a? Uh, no, no, no. He got accused in 2015 of doing the stuff with the kids. But nothing with... And then he had to resign from that post of the oh, executive okay, gotcha, director. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I misunderstood what you were saying. Um, so I had the feeling when we were watching that 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 Bill Gothard guy was gay. Did you? Because he said that he never got married, he never had any kids. He was too busy getting these And young... all the... Like, I don't, did he actually have intercourse with any of the girls? I mean, I know he was, like, diddling people, but mm. nobody actually said that he, like... Yeah, the one chick. Remember he was, like... Uh, that she he he told the one chick like don't let her leave or some shit like that. Oh, but like there was there there was penetration there because I feel like he was getting off on just like the power thing. He might be he might have been doing a little penetration. I think. I don't know. We got to look into that more. Yeah, we'll get back to you because I don't want to you know. Um. So. I don't want to nail that man to a cross if he hasn't done it. <laughs> um. Bill was also asked to resign at the time of that scandal. Because he was also accused of uh, sexual misconduct with secretaries of the Institute. Um, but somehow he found a way to remain on the board of directors. Wait, was that the story where I was like, oh, he, he started the thing and then wasn't allowed to attend it? Mm. Or was that something else that happened? No, that was the guy with the sex cult. Okay, same thing with Bill Gothard. He yeah, started kinda. it and then wasn't allowed to come. No, but he found a way to get to rid of there. the people that were trying to get rid of him, and then he became the leader of the thing again. Um, so the IBLP was originally organized in 1961 under the name of Campus Teams. Uh, they changed the name to the IBYC, the Institute in Basic Youth Conflicts, in 1974, um, and then they changed it again to the current name in 1989. Uh, in 2006, the IBLP was reported to have earned $63 million annually. For, through, like, just because it was Just through that organization. So apparently, this is what I wanted to talk to you about earlier. 
apparently this guy went around starting churches, right? And that's what they were saying that the different, he had the seven tenets or principles of his like teachings or whatever. Yeah. Each of the churches that he started focused on one of those teachings. So then when he had enough of them, he was like, oh, we'll make it into one conglomeration called Campus Teams. And then from there it evolved to... IBLP. Yeah, yeah. So they had like different theologies at different places? I don't think it was different theologies. I think it was one theology that he was was trying to push. But he was like focusing on different things. But he was like, you guys focus on like the wisdom aspect and then you guys focus on the obedience aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he was like, okay, now that we have all of them, we're all one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they had like parenting courses, they had homeschooling courses. He was yeah, he was selling books. I on, feel to like I wonder like I also had I also had experience in Christian homeschooling. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to um, talk about yeah, that? Yeah, because a lot of this is that all these people that are in this quiverful movement are also homeschooling their kids. Yeah. So there's fucking uh, who knows how many militias out there. Yeah. Of just these fucking Bill Gothard cuz part of his programs is building a militia mm-hmm. um so yeah one cool. of those schools had like teenage boys like doing military drills and shit like that it's so funny though it's just like they're like they're like acting out military drills yeah like civil war reenactors that's what it, i got the vibe it felt like the, very theatrical to me yeah yeah because they were doing it for for god i mean as opposed to the president uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, they, they tell them that they... I got behind somebody the other day when I was driving. Yeah. And it was, like, a Marine. And they said, like, you can sleep sound at night because of what I did. <laughs> and I was like... Wait, they, they said that to you? Or no, was that's on a what, that was what their bumper sticker uh, said. I thought they had, like, a megahorn. It was, like, mega U.S. Horn. Marine Corps. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know about that. But that's like a fucking lot of shit to write on a bumper sticker. I almost got an accident just trying to get close enough to see what the fuck that said. Yeah. That'd be funny to make like bump, like troll bumper stickers. Like the font is like really tiny or like blurry so people got to get really close to see what it says. You're definitely a piece of shit if... And then it gets really small. Oh, dude. I found it. You found it? You found our niche? Hunter Biden. Fucking bumper sticker. Oh. No. No. David Huggins fucking aliens bumper stickers. Nah, yeah. I like yeah. that a yeah, lot. I definitely want a, a bumper sticker of him getting jacked off by aliens. <laughs> Into a cup for Into some reason. Into a cup. Into a cup. <laughs> a lot of cum, too. He yeah. really, really, he really focused on his uh I like the way he used the shadows. He used a good, he used a, he had a lot of like shadow complexity. Yeah, he was when good it came with that. The, it was, it was. The cup that was holding his cum at the time. Yeah, they were good at that. Yeah. The veins also popped. Yeah. Um, so w- what else about this IBLP thing? We got a couple minutes before we. Um, I mean, I just like drawing some comparisons to my own life. I feel like I said this, this one really hit me because I was like, damn, like. Their belief system definitely traumatized me. Yeah. In a way that I like think it still like is like caught up in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like the whole the whole hell story first of all. Yeah. Like that's a lot to throw at a kid. I mean they're having kids sing about it on TV. So every once in a while we watch that. Uh, what's it called? What's that? What's the Christian television? Oh, T T C T. T C T. Guys, check yeah. it out. I don't Total know what. Christian Television or something. That show is berserk. 
The channel, yeah. The channel. Is, Every show on there is Yeah, and, but they have kids just there singing about hell. They were making them memorize Bible verses on there. But what I started to say was my – well, like, I went to a couple of the things, again, just to, like, get out of class. But um, my sister did Bible quizzing. And they would sit there and make you, like, memorize, like, whole books of the Bible. And then they would, like, either – Start reading. I forget how they did it. It was like they would start reading a verse, and then the first person who knew what it was would stand up and like finish the verse and say what it was. You think you could beat your sister in Bible quiz? I don't think so. Really? I don't know. My sister gets really fucking uh, competitive. She's really competitive. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to put a challenge out there to your sister. I, and, and they had these things on your. It was literally set up like they were buzzers on your seat. Do you so get? Like, whoa! Wait. What? Yeah. Like so, if it was, they did it like. As like Punish? a fucking championships, oh, okay. they like each school, each homeschool would go and fucking challenge each other in Bible quizzing. I want to challenge your sister. And then they Bible had like quiz. the final like match off at like this place in like the fucking Lancaster with like the Amish. Do you get to pick the Bible? No, they pick it. They pick. Is it just the one, or is it multiple I ones that you got to Remember, if they're like, all right, this year we're focusing on like. These books, King or James, it's just or whatever. like the whole Bible, and hope for the best. No, no, no. I, I mean, like the versions of the Bible, not the version. Oh, of the they story. definitely pick a a version. I think it's probably the New King James. And version. is it always the Bible? Can it be the Quran or the? No, fucking... it's, it's always the Bible. Oh. The fucking Quran is witchcraft to them. All right, I'm not gonna challenge her then. I, I rescind my challenge then. I mean, I mean, she's got an open mind. Now we were children at the time. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we can go do this thing that's a game instead of like going to a class. Yeah. Still a fucking class. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. I did the same thing with Beyblades. With Beyblades? Yeah. I didn't get to get out of class, though. Yeah. Did you, like, (laughs) did you have to, like, memorize Bible verses while you did it? For Beyblades? No, you had to memorize the lore behind all the different Beyblades. Like, like Pokemon cards? Well, they were monsters, but they were, uh, like, captured on these, like, tops. That would spin, <laughs> and then you would battle them in a plastic arena, and the last one spinning wins. Oh, man. It's exactly like Christianity. Yeah, exactly. I won a lot of competitions. <laughs> I got Which beat. is always the point. I never won any con- They hated me at that church, and I think that's why I went so hard yeah. with it for a little bit. I was like, well, if this is what we believe, then we're going to fucking go all in. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, they didn't even let me go on the fucking missions trips with them. You said you were a missionary. You I was to, a like, missionary when I went to Secaucus. Word of Life Bible Institute. But when I was attending Woodland Baptist Church, I was not allowed to go on the missions trip to Trinidad with the rest of the kids. Trinidad? Yeah, they went to Trinidad and did missions work. What did they do in Trinidad? I don't fucking know, but because I wanted to go, but they wouldn't let me go. They would have made you clean they, the hotel I wasn't in Trinidad. godly enough. I know, probably. That's probably exactly what That's they would have ter- made you do. I would hate that job. Well, at the p- time, I was a teenager, and I'm like, I get to go to another country without my parents? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, I guess maybe they got that vibe off of me when they were interviewing me for the trip. <laughs> but fuck those it's guys. Kinda... They sent, like, three gay kids there. Really? They had no idea at the time, but yeah. How'd you know they were gay? Maybe I mean, I know just... them now. I know them still. They weren't oh. gay at the time. I mean, they were gay at the time. They just didn't tell anybody. Oh. It was fucked up. Also, a lady in that church banged a kid. Oh, yeah. She I did. I forgot about that story. Yeah, she banged a kid. Well, you know what? We're going to save that story for yeah, next we'll time. we'll save it for later. Because we have so many things to talk to you guys about uh, regarding each of these subjects. But yeah. uh, there's not enough time in the I world. wanted to make sure I got that last thing in there. Yeah, it's something to look forward to next time. Maybe we'll open the next podcast with us starting that story. 
Yeah. Maybe. Um, thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Uh, this was fun, Aaron. I, I like doing this podcast with you a lot. Aww, I, I hope, like doing uh, this podcast with you, too. I hope you uh, guys enjoyed listening to it. Um, so, uh, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? I'll say. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll check you out next time. Later. See ya. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bites. Have you been Betty Bites? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.